could shine between the lines if you would let yourself go find some place you know you can use your words use your hands you can change the world just pretend express yourself take a chance and you'll see who you'll be it's time to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Within the realm of fiction, it is always tempting to set one's stories in a dystopian fiction well, all our misgivings about state power can be shown in full force. And for sure. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be The Story World charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. For today's show, Be The Story You Are wants to thank everyone who's volunteered and supported BTSYA over the years. We're thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with a donation, please visit btsya.com. That's btsya.com. Every dollar counts and we'll use the funds for our outreach programs. Make sure to listen to Express Yourself wherever you listen to radio or music iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on Voice America Radio, the largest radio network in the world. I'm Kirthi, your host for today's show. Salutations! Today's show is all about dystopian literature, dystopia, and everything dystopian. Our views of the future, our negative views of the future, our positive views of the future. In segment one, I will be giving an intro to dystopian literature. In segment two, I will be contemplating possible dystopian scenarios that can actually result in our world going in a downward spiral, which is a little bit pessimistic, but dystopian can be uplifting too. In segment three, we will have British Kirthy with Nerd Extraordinaire giving you tips on how to write dystopian fiction. Right now, we have Kirthy. Take it away, Kirthy. Oh, wait. That's me. I'm Kirthy. Hi. Salutations. It's me. Haven't seen you guys in a while, but whatever. No Nerd Extraordinaire for the first segment, but it's coming up. Don't worry. Let's see if my radio hosting, podcasting, reporting, whatever skills have worsened. Who knows? Let me tell you a little story before we actually begin talking about dystopian. British Kirthy, aka you-know-who, suddenly decided to become a doctor. So I decided to go to a clinic in Luxembourg to see it because apparently she's permanently moved to Luxembourg. That's why I took a break from the podcast. It was the strangest clinic ever. She told me that they didn't have an MRI scan, but they did have an IRS scan. They didn't have cough drops, but they had something called sneeze candy. They didn't have tiger balm, but instead they had lion paste. I thought it was the Mayo Clinic, but lo and behold, it was the ketchup clinic. Like I said, the strangest and most off-brand clinic ever. What even is an IRS scan? It's like they switched one random three-letter acronym for another random three-letter acronym with no regard whatsoever to the actual logical meaning of the said three-letter acronyms. 
Then she told me to help her sort her giant poker cards. That's kind of a quirk of British Kirti. She loves giant poker cards. I don't know what's up with that. But her assistant, Thackeray, quit because he found another job as an assistant for a part-time magician and a part-time yoga studio owner. Thackeray manages to find the weirdest people to work for. Anyway, I sorted the poker cards, which I think had minds of their own. Seriously, when I first put them in the drawer, they didn't move at all, but suddenly I checked back after a few minutes, and they suddenly get excited, and they reshuffle themselves. What in the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry? They were like 12-year-olds who ate a little too much Halloween candy, if you know what I'm saying. And reshuffling them is making the 12-year-olds, sorry, the poker cards even more excited. Then she said I was doing it wrong, and then she said, here, let me show you, and proceeded to sort the poker cards in the exact same way that I did it. And, and they reshuffled, too, just like they did for me. So I carried on like a sane person, and she said I was doing it wrong, and she didn't want me to do it because she had a very particular way of sorting her poker cards. If, if you don't want me to do it, then why, why would you ask me to do it? I think British Kirthi's tendency to ramble is rubbing off on me. I have completely gone off topic. Let's get back to the actual show. So, today's show is all about dystopian and the dystopian genre, as you already know. This segment is just going to be a little introduction to the dystopian genre for those of you who don't know, so that we can build upon it in a later segment. Dystopia is a subgenre of science fiction. Science fiction doesn't exactly have a concrete meaning, but most of the time it's defined as fantasy that has a supernatural or science-based element in it. Soft science fiction focuses on social sciences, and hard science fiction focuses on the natural sciences. I talked a whole lot about science fiction in an earlier show, but this show is specifically about dystopia. And the dystopian genre, I would say it's more soft science fiction because it focuses on human behavior and how, like, Society and our understandings change over time, and dystopian specifically focuses on how our understandings change negatively over time. So, the dystopian genre is a prediction of life in the future, and it specifically is a negative prediction, basically portraying the future as this horrible, ruined world plagued and bound by the restricting demands of society, essentially the opposite of a utopia, which is called a dystopia. Very dramatic. It normally focuses on present-day problems in our society that will worsen incredibly in the future. For instance, let's look at The Hunger Games, which is a very famous dystopian book. So it's about a bunch of random kids being selected to compete in The Hunger Games where they basically kill each other and they have to fight to survive until only one winner remains. This is derived from society's tendency to find entertainment in people suffering or fighting. It's like that one Taylor Swift quote about mirror balls breaking and hanging and being shiny and like people are mirror balls which we break and hang up in the middle of a dance floor, you know. Once you see the little meaning of that quote, it starts to be kind of dark. Like imagine hitting someone again and again with a hammer and like hanging them up on a wall. That I, I don't think you're supposed to take that literally. Maybe you like break them on the inside, break the heart, something like that. So, another dystopian story example could be The Uglies by Scott Westerfield, where everyone is forced to get plastic surgery in the future to be pretty 
or attractive by conventional standards. This is quite obviously derived from our society's toxic and superficial tendency to have an unrealistic, airbrushed beauty standard, and is not taking in, and it's not taking into account that every person is their own distinct person, and they have their own distinct personalities and appearances, and that it's unfair to tell them that they have to look a certain way. And there's even 1984 expressing the mass surveillance and control that the government has or desires to have over the people, and how freedom of expression is repressed even in the most trivial ways, such as repressing your thoughts and restricting you from thinking certain things. Ooh, there's even Fahrenheit 451 expressing the importance of knowledge and self-identity in a society of censorship and how human humans can become so easily corrupted. And, and there's also The Handmaid's Tale and, ooh, ooh, and Brave New World. Oh, okay, I think the book nerd inside of me is kind of going crazy. I'm like an electron when it gets struck by a proton or a photon when I start talking about books. Basically, dystopian literature picks out all of the really bad elements of present-day society and the aspects in which we have worsened over the years rather than improved and multiplies all of these aspects of society by like a million and predicts how the world will be like after those aspects are multiplied. So basically a very, very terrible world. Dystopia must be fun at parties, you know? Dystopia may be a negative Nancy, but I think it's rather slept on because we should always be prepared for the worst and it can actually, it can actually teach us about what we should expect for our world if we keep on being the ignorant, very mean, cruel beings that us human beings are. We're very smart and smarter than most animals, but that also means we're much meaner than most animals. Dystopia being slept on is an aspect of society that I think is very bad. Maybe I should write a dystopian novel about dystopia being slept on. That would be kind of weird. But dystopia being slept on annoys me almost as much as someone saying that they don't want to eat food with chemicals in it annoys me. Like literally, chemicals are what you give life. Chemicals are essential for anaerobic respiration for photosynthesis. Literally everything is made up of chemicals. So stop acting like chemical is synonymous with carcinogen. All food is made up of chemicals. You were made up of chemicals and you're just like, yeah, I hate chemicals, stop. Wow, we went really off topic though. Anyway, be prepared for the future, and let's not hope that the dystopian books that we read for entertainment become a reality. Fingers crossed. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this segment. Make sure you stay tuned for our next segment, where I will be talking more about dystopia. But this time, I won't be talking about fiction. I'll be talking about reality, which is going to be very interesting. We want to hear your thoughts, and we want to answer your questions. So email us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. That's btsya, teenradio at gmail.com. Check out our radio site at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and our creative community site at www.bethestoryworld.org. You can get involved with Be The Story World charity, buy books and t-shirts in our store, sign up for our free newsletter, and make a donation to Be The Story World. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. 
Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel enjoying our shows and can't get enough of us follow us on instagram at voice america talk radio and see what we're cooking up for you You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello and welcome back to Express Yourself. I'm Kyothi, your host for today's show. Right now, we will be talking more about dystopia, which is today's topic. Salutations from your favorite nerd. Oh, wait, it's not time for that yet. Not not yet. Wait for the third segment. Salutations, people. In the last segment, I horribly fell off the hamster wheel of staying on topic, and it turned into a rant about how I hate that people say they hate chemicals, because everything is a chemical. Since we grossly fell off of said hamster wheel, let's circle back to the omelet. Wait, what? Omelet? Who said that? Why did I say omelet? Maybe I'm just hungry. Let's circle back to dystopia. This is going to be a short segment. Don't blame me. Even though it's a fiction fiction genre, it really does get you thinking about where our society is going. For example, our disregard for climate change. Even though so many activists have called us out for disregarding climate change, if you ask the average person how much they cared about climate change, they probably wouldn't care at all. We could literally all die in the future from CO2 emissions and humanity can completely be wiped from existence and we would all be in the history books of a sixth grade class of like gorillas and it would be talking about how humans went extinct due to the blatant ignorance. You know, I'm just realizing that climate change could also affect gorillas and gorillas could also go extinct because gorillas also breathe in oxygen. So let's replace gorillas with something like amoebas. A sixth grade class of amoebas reading a textbook that says that humans went extinct. Sounds like an idea for a children's cartoon, but whatever. Anyway, Serious Faces on. We're supposed to be talking about how horrible life in the future could be. We're not supposed to be coming up with children's cartoon ideas. Obviously, assuming that children's cartoons are pleasant. At least, supposed to be pleasant. I would hope that they're pleasant. Anyway, dystopian. 
Another problem in our society could be how toxic social media is and how that can lead to dystopian outcomes. Social media is playing such a large part in our lives, in the present day especially, and it does a whole lot of harm. It does a whole lot of good, but also a whole lot of harm. The Uglies by Scott Westerfield. Again, I, I am referencing that book for the second time in the show. But it addresses a part of this, which specifically focuses on this obsession with being conventionally attractive or pretty. Another problem could be police brutality. Even though we have improved speaking in terms of overall racism, police brutality is just as bad as it would have been 10 years ago. Maybe it would have slightly decreased, but 2021 was one of the deadliest years ever in terms of the number of civilians killed by the police. And police get qualified immunity, which basically shields them from facing allegations in a court of law. Qualified immunity is basically this jurisdiction that grants all police officers immunity and lets them have lighter consequences. That And that just encourages them to exercise police brutality even more because they are walking into it actively knowing that they have this immunity and that they don't get the same consequences that civilians would get for being accused of manslaughter. Qualified immunity is kind of like Rubisco. Little old Rubisco, which is an enzyme, was created a long, long time ago when there was a whole lot of carbon in the atmosphere. And Rubisco basically converts inorganic carbon into carbon. But now there's a whole lot of oxygen in the atmosphere. So now Rubisco is all confused and plants have to really find innovative and creative ways to get around Rubisco because it's literally doing the opposite of what they're trying to do. And it's making everything a lot harder and complicated to do. Qualified immunity is kind of like that. It was created at a time when racism was prevalent in the atmosphere, sorry, in society. So it wasn't that big of a deal when police officers exercised brutality before, because it was a common belief then. It was a common belief that people of color are inferior to people who are not of color. Now, people actually acknowledge that everyone should be treated equally because we are all human beings. And now there's not as much racism in the atmosphere, society, thingamajig. So qualified immunity is kind of becoming a barrier. Just like how Rubisco is becoming a barrier to plants producing oxygen and eating up a bunch of CO2. And we have to find ways to work around it. Well, you know, we could just abolish it. You can't abolish Rubisco, though, because sometimes it can be helpful. So just say, don't abolish Rubisco. But abolishing, abolishing qualified immunity is good. So I think it's wise to start milking the abolish qualified immunity cow rather than milking the let's do things the Rubisco way and try to put up with Rubisco cow. Milking cows? This is starting to sound weird. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this very short existential crisis-esque segment, and I hope you're ready for another extraordinary grand finale for the show. That's all the time we have for this segment. Make sure to visit our website at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and make a donation to BTSYA. Want to see what Voice America is up to behind the scenes? Follow us on TikTok at Voice America Talk Radio. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. 
That's expressyourselfteenradio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel follow voice america at facebook.com forward slash voice america for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello, and welcome back to Express Yourself. Today's show is all about dystopia and dystopian literature. I'm your host, Kyuthi, and right now we have British Kyuthi with our segment, Nerd Extraordinaire. Salutations from your favorite Nerd Extraordinaire. Your favorite Nerd Extraordinaires? What's the plural of Nerd Extraordinaire? Anyway, I'm British Kyuthi, and this is Nerd Extraordinaire, a debate and fiction writing segment that I very begrudgingly share with my very boring and untalented partner, Kyuthi. Today's show is all about dystopia, so I'm going to give you guys tips on how to write a great dystopian story. In other words, it's a fiction writing segment today, so no debate. Yay! No boring debate, who cares about debate? In case you weren't there for the first segment, where Kathy gave an introduction to dystopia, let's just start off with a little definition of dystopia. Dystopian fiction is a subgenre of science fiction and a form of speculative fiction that portrays the future in a very negative light. This is almost always influenced by themes in present-day society that have been harming rather than improving our mental health. Dystopia is known for its bold, distinct, and outstanding themes that are conveyed in groundbreaking ways, but there shouldn't be any rules on how to orient it orient your dystopian fiction or how you convey the themes in it. You should always do it in whatever style you think is fit for the genre, but it's normally known for having very bold and outstanding themes. Not outstanding as in like fantastic, fantabulous, but outstanding as in distinct and kind of it's you 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 it's very clear what the theme is. It's not really it's not a subtle theme. It's the exact opposite of a subtle theme. So dystopian stories basically take our worst fears and things we worry about and dystopian just multiplies them by a million. Another factor of a good dystopian story is dramatic conflict. Essentially, and the barrier that the main character encounters should not be a trivial barrier. It should be bold and life-changing. Notice how I'm using the word bold a lot. 
that's just one adjective that I feel like very clearly describes dystopian and dystopian fiction. It's bold. So this barrier that the character encounters, whatever, like in every single story, that's just the basic format of a story. The character wants something and there's always going to be some kind of barrier blocking the character. It's kind of like a romance story. Like, you know, the character wants to be romantic with another character, but there's there's conflict that is push, pushing them apart. So it's kind of like that. There's always a barrier that's stopping the main character from achieving this goal that they want to achieve. So this barrier shouldn't be trivial. It should be bold and life-changing because this whole concept of dystopian is bold and life-changing. It's like a whole nother world. And it's it should be outstanding. I'm using the word outstanding again, but it should be very bold and outstanding. This makes your conflict strong and it validates your character's beliefs. And it even makes the leader feel like they want the main character to overcome that obstacle. Having your leader cheer for the main character is very, very important when you're writing dystopian because obviously if if your leader is not cheering for your main character, then it's cheering for the world, this horrible world. Like you're supposed to, that's the whole point of dystopian. It's basically the main character against the world because the world is such a bad world. The society is so toxic and polluted with such toxic beliefs. You don't want that society to be good in your leader's eyes. And the, the average leader should say, hey, this is such a cool and terrible society. So, so you want your leader to cheer and feel like they want the main character to overcome that obstacle. And when the main character does overcome that obstacle, your leader is actually happy at the end of the story, not incredibly d- depressed. You don't want to spiral your leader into a hole of depression. Adding drama is like adding a spice to a dish. It's completely bland and uninteresting without it. But you add too much of it and it's going to become too overwhelming and disorienting. So the solution is to find a happy medium. Maybe a happy medium leading towards the more spicy stage though in dystopian. Because dystopian you want it to be a little more spicy. Have a little bit more MSG in it. to say in simple words. But everything has to be dramatic. Not, not telenovela level dramatic of course, but dramatic. And stories with themes about power structures, aka dystopian stories, which create external conflict, anti-establishment characters will layer their own internal conflicts on top of those external conflicts. So another tip could be to establish many different points of view and take this take advantage of this very incredibly layered style of writing. This most, the most essential step in building a good dystopian story is world building, kind of obviously, because dystopian, what defines dystopian is the world that they live in. And world building, even though it doesn't really contribute much to the plot, it gives the leader this kind of effect that it kind of puts the leader in, inserts the leader into this fallen, unknown world. Dystopian stories go big to convey big messages. So when you've got an apocalyptic scenario, it needs to be reflected in your dystopian world. And the way other people in that dystopian world act, think, talk, and dress where they sleep, like their the position on the social ladder, all of that matters because it creates an effect on the leader that 
And has Lita feel like, hey, this is very authentic. Even though this is a completely fictional world that came from your imagination, you want your Lita to think that, hey, this could actually happen in the future. That's also another goal of dystopian fiction. Believe it or not, dystopian fiction does not exist purely to make people cry and be all depressed about the future. It's also to have, uh, to contemplate your own life decisions and actually try to prevent this future from actually happening. Dystopian stories, they have to convey these big, bold, outstanding, distinct, remember all those big, large, dramatic words I used before? That's what dystopian stories, they want to go big, so you need to go big with your descriptions, and it needs to be reflected into your apocalyptic world. World building is the happy medium between premise and conflict, and it creates an effect on the reader if you establish a way that people act, think, and talk that is in symphony with the main thing that makes this world so dystopian, then the reader can understand the character struggles much better. For example, most dystopian stories, such as 1984, reflect a totalitarian government. This has to be reflected onto the way people dress, the way people look, the way people live. If you can craft a dystopian setting artfully, these stories set in fictional future worlds seem much more authentic since the character is trying to get through this horrible world and it helps the character's struggles to be authentic and feel authentic, authentic too and also contributes to having the leader cheer on the character and be on the character's side because obviously you want it to be like a post-apocalyptic slash apocalyptic it's kind of like a tongue twister apocalyptic scenario and you want it to be bad you don't want it to be good then it then it would be like utopian and it would kind of be like your main character is the villain and trying to destroy this perfect utopia that the world is in in some cases utopia can be dystopia like having a world that's so perfect and has everyone act in the same way like, even The Uglies the, by Scott Westerfield, technically it's a dystopian story, but you would think in a way it could be utopian. Like, hey, everyone gets to be pretty, everyone gets to be attractive, and no more, no more body shaming, no more body insecurity, no more people feeling that they are ugly, no more bullying because someone is conventionally ugly. And you would think that this would be a utopia, but this is having all of these people look the exact same. And that kind of doesn't let them express themselves. And it kind of, they kind of lose the identity as a person. Because that's what makes us as human beings so unique from other animals. Not that we're only smarter, but we're, we all have this distinct personality and these distinct ways of expressing ourselves. So having everyone look the same kind of completely cleaves off that individuality that us humans have. So that could be a utopia turned into a dystopia rather than a, a true dystopia. A true dystopia would be 1984, Hunger Games, what you normally think of as dystopia. So back to, back to the tips. So the way dystopian themes resonate can take on significance during periods of relevant upheaval. So for, for example, like when Trump, Donald Trump, got inaugurated as the president of the United States, like 1984 was very, very famous. It suddenly, so many people started buying it and reading it. 
because their real life struggles were kind of reflected into into in this book. And it was published in 1949, contradictory to the title, because it was supposed to be the future. Nine, it was written in 1949, and it was pub, and it was set in 1984. So that would have been the future for them. But it's very much not the future for us. It's kind of 1984 is the past for us, but it would have been. It's it's kind of a dystopian world, and it's like in in 50, 40 years, like someone thought that the world would change to such a dystopian, dystopian vision, I guess, dystopian vision. It's somehow morphed into some, something completely different, which is so fascinating. That's the beauty of dystopian themes and dystopia in, in general. So dystopian themes normally revolve around survival, misuse of power, and government repression, and such stories can affect the worldviews of people in real life. Not only people in the book, it can influence future decisions and future conflicts even. But dystopian fiction doesn't always have to be depressing. It can be uplifting. Of those who don't end in tragedy as a cautionary tale against the themes, many strive to show the power of the human spirit and its enduring potential. It shows you that, hey, these people have gone through all of this hard stuff, but they still persevered and got through this terrible world. Like they were literally born and raised in this horrible totalitarian society that is so much worse than our society right now. Like what seems like such a minor problem right now in that in this imaginary future world, it's such a big problem and it's like multiplied by a million. And and they even get through that. They kind of win the story. Of course, some dystopian stories really end in really depressing endings. It's supposed to be like a cautionary tale, which is also good. But we don't always we don't want we don't want depressing stuff. We want uplifting stuff because that makes us feel happy and it's important to feel happy. But also, you know, sometimes we want some depression in our lives. So go and read like the fault in our stars or something. But it shows you that these people have persevered and they actually got to the goal. Not only that they have persevered, they actually succeeded in doing. It seems almost impossible and it's such a horrible scenario that they're stuck in and born in and that they can't control, but they still get through it. So that is how dystopian fiction can be upheaving, not upheaving, uplifting. It can make you happier than you already are. So... Dystopia can be good, dystopia can be bad. You know, we've kind of covered over that in this whole entire show. I will hand it back to Kathy. Wow, what a wonderful segment, British Kathy. Unfortunately, we are out of time for today's show. As always, we express our gratitude to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment crew, especially our audio engineer, Andrew. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and a huge thank you to our listeners for making us a top-rated program. For more information about Be The Story World at Chile, visit bethestoryworld.org. Find us on Instagram at Express Yourself Radio. Be sure to look into dystopian and themes and the themes that it comes with. Always remember to speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. 
Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines If you would let yourself